1: Of the official Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club podcast, bringing you all the latest news updates and buzz surrounding your mighty JSU Tigers. I am Siri. Be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast to be notified of every new episode. Apple Podcast users rate and review the show. And everyone follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. It all helps the cause, which is the I love Jackson State University.
2: And we are right back at you. I am the Corey C, along with the usual suspects, Charles Bishop and Neely. Welcome back in, fellas.
1: You say the Corey C? Great to be back on with you good brothers. Neely, what's going on, my man?
0: Man, I cannot complain. Stat man, Charles Bishop. And always a pleasure to be in the company of the super producer, Corey C. How your brothers making it?
1: Hanging in there, brothers. Hanging in there.
0: We're going to get through this COVID. (laughs) We're
2: going to get through it. Can't wait to get through it. But helping us get through it is Coach Primetime, Deion Sanders, and all that he has going on. And right now I'm still on a high, fellas. I don't know about y'all, but obviously we had the pleasure of interviewing him recently. And, hey, man, he was everything you'd expect from Primetime and then some. I mean, he was funny at times, serious at times. He was very candid, and he told us at the beginning – that he was an open book and I felt like there was no question that he wouldn't answer. So what are y'all's thoughts, man? Did coach prime deliver or what?
1: I think that's the word that I would use Corey, uh, in terms of being candid, in terms of his thoughts, his vision, his expectations for the program. Uh, as a Jackson state fan, you can't help uh, but get excited about uh, his uh, very clear and linear uh, vision uh, for what he wants for this program. Uh, and I tell you what, man, I, I was I I, I I was amused uh, at times. I was shocked at times. But the the candor that he brings, uh, or he brought to the interview, was tremendous. I really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree with that, guys. And I think one thing that uh, I, I want to underscore for our listeners out there and our, our fan base and supporters is the jewel that we have in uh, coach prime and 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 here's what I attributed to if I can peel back the curtain behind the The Wizard of Oz and how this this broadcast this podcast works, you know this was a situation where we were anticipating maybe having him for about thirty minutes, and uh you know he's a busy man, so you know it was no slight in that, but we respected maybe a thirty minute interview. Uh, Some things came up. We got started a little late and we assumed that would eat into the time. So now we're thinking about a 20 minute interview and an hour and 20 minutes later and we're still talking Mm -hmm. and, and you know, he, he didn't end the show and he was, Mm -hmm. he was prepared and open book and wanting to talk about Jackson state university, Jackson state football, HBCUs and the impact that he's trying to have on a broader sense, whether it's the city of Jackson, state of Mississippi, or just young men that come into this program. So as you said, Corey, he started off telling us, no, I'm an open book. Ask what you want to ask. Let's talk about whatever you want to talk about. But we had no idea going into it that it would be that in-depth and that much of a an Absolutely.
2: And it's funny that you mentioned that he didn't end the interview. I'm the one who ended it. I was rushing it, you know, in respect to <laughs> his time. I know several times I told him, hey, we'll let you go. But he was so relaxed and calm and said, no, let's keep it going. Like, let's go, let's go. You know, fellas, it was one of those interviews where you really have to listen to it more than once in order to be able to take it all in. And I've had a few people tell me they've listened to it twice or three times. I've listened to it a few times myself. Obviously, I was on the interview, on the recording. I I edited the recording, so that's two. And then I probably listened to it a couple more times. Mm -hmm. And each time I've caught something that I didn't catch the previous time. So let's recap. What are some of the things that stood out for you guys?
0: I I, I think the – and this is in no particular order as we have this discussion – uh, but one of the things that stood out for me was his uh, sincerity and his appreciation of Jackson state football history and Jackson state history in itself and, and even his knowledge of it you know i 'm reminded uh, uh, Chuck, there was this this awesome dialogue between uh, Malcolm X and I think he was in in Oxford University uh, hosting a debate, and someone challenged him you know saying, "Who are you?" You know, you're not qualified. You never graduated from high school. You don't have a high school diploma. Who are you to be in charge of leading this effort? And he said his single best qualification was his sincerity and that he was mm-hmm. genuine in his approach to what he was trying to do for his people. So that was the only qualification that was needed for this discussion. And I liken that, you know, to Coach Prime's approach. A lot of people were out there saying, well, he's never been a college head coach before. You know, how do how do we know that this is going to work? And I think if you listen to that interview and listen to his sincerity, listen to his knowledge of what Jackson State is all about what we've been before and how we can be even bigger and better than the future that's not a specific uh response that he gave us but just his overall tone I think it's something our fan base can eat up and appreciate
1: you know you speak of eat up and appreciate and that was one of the things I think that uh I, I bit down on hard in terms of Just knowing that he appreciates the history. One thing about uh, we as as Jackson State fans, uh, that that lineage, that that tradition, that history, that is something we take so much pride in. And to be quite honest, I I think you know people of inbox, you know, you know, in terms of uh, what did what what they think, you know, their their perception of Coach Prime, you know, and uh, the fact that you know, he appreciates something that we treasure and we treasure uh, the fact that, you know, uh, we love Jackson State Athletics, the history of Jackson State Athletics, the, to know that in 1968 there were, uh, you know, uh, uh, so many draft picks, to know Walter, to know Eddie, to know Lewis, to, you know, to, to know that history of, of Jackson State that we really take so much pride in. And it filled me with a lot of pride, just knowing that he has reverence uh, for our history. and But I, I get back to the point of, of him having a clear vision of what he wants this program to be. And that's something that I continuously i am struck by in terms of uh, I think Neely, you know, he, he answered one of your questions in terms of uh, and you, you've mentioned it before. Uh, it, it, I hope it doesn't come off as arrogance, but uh, he's thinking beyond the Southwestern Athletic Conference in terms of you know the in the mm-hmm. entirety of what he wants this program to be and that is something that you know I'm 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 kind of sit back and I'm a little bit in awe you know you, you try not to gush or anything mm-hmm. like that but you you do find yourself kind of sitting on the edge of your seat like wow this you know um hmm you know <laughs> you know it's like I wonder how do I take this and you just uh you just struck by uh there's such a grander picture in his head uh than uh I you know I have to admit that I have even contemplated.
0: What's that old saying, uh aim for the stars, hit the moons, aim for the star. You know, however it goes, fellas. Y'all know how you know you know what I'm saying. And, and I, I think that that's that's his approach, is that with no disrespect or slight to uh, for instance, winning conference games or winning a Swag championship, or you know winning uh, uh, the Swag MEAC challenge with no disrespect to that. I think his mindset is what I got from that interview is that if I recruit the best talent, if I develop uh, professional young men on and off the field, we're going to achieve those things. So those things are not necessarily the the stated goal because those things are a byproduct of the bigger success. I think he has flipped the paradigm and said, look, if I do these bigger things, those things are going to automatically happen. They're part of the process. And that is, Chuck, a new way of looking at things for mm-hmm. our fan base. So those things are going to happen, even though they don't come out of my mouth. Uh, so I, I think that uh, the, the things that he was dropping on us that day, his philosophy, the way he thinks, and, and, and Chuck, Corey, you know, here is a, a newcomer. OK, here's a guy who's not a bloodline, you know, to HBCUs or the SWAC or Jackson State University. And he says, you know, man, I'm thinking about the first game this fall, Labor Day, Miami. Let's break out some red uniforms and uh, tribute to Coach Gordon, man, because he, he started to red. Yeah. It. yeah. Mm -hmm. like (laughs) and this this wasn't some scripted this wasn't no notes this wasn't you know like a a a punchline he was waiting to deliver this was a natural organic conversation and so here's a person that you say well he's not from the swag he didn't play at jackson state but he knows that values that and appreciates it so much that he's on the phone with under armor saying hey man i need some red for labor day
1: Mm -hmm.
2: absolutely and, you know, nearly you were talking about, you know, his, his recruiting and what he's going to do and what his goal is in terms of he wants to be have one of the top classes in the nation. His goal isn't to, to win the SWAC. His goal is to be one of the top teams in the mm-hmm. nation. And and it's it's been widely reported that he's going after some of those four or five-star recruits. And I, I asked him, you know, what is his confidence like going up against the Alabamas, the LSUs, the Clemsons of the world? And he made a statement that to me it it was very profound and it really he articulated how he how he can go about getting those players. He told us the story of when he was recruited out of Florida state. He didn't care about all the bell, bells and whistles. He only cared about the necessities. For him that was where he was going to lay his head and uh, who's going to cook for him. So it was simplistic mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. literally could have gone to any school to get those things and he was confident that he could get to the next level from any school. So when he put it in perspective in that perspective in terms of those are the types of players that he's looking for. It made so much sense to me, so he literally can cast a wide net in terms of going after these four and five star recruits. But the ones that he's gonna land are gonna be the ones who don't care about the bells and whistles who understand that they can go to the n f l uh from jackson state or for for anyone else or for anywhere else so that really made it clear to me that he'll be able to get them. It's a matter of just finding those, those players who, you know, who don't care about it. And it, obviously it starts with just putting that offer out mm-hmm. there. And we've talked about this on a lot of shows, you know, first as an HBCU, you have to be comfortable and confident enough just to put the offer out there to the three the four the five star. You don't know who's going to say yes, who's going to say no, but you know, it's to know if you don't put the offer out there. And we had Shasta Avery hard on the show months ago, who's now a professional golfer. She had never heard of Jackson state. She didn't even know what an HBCU was. So we actually, well, you know, why'd you end up at Jackson state? Why, you know, how'd you choose Jackson state? She mm. said, well, they put the offer out there and I looked at it and I said, sure, I'll go there. And years later, we have a professional golfer. So with that strategy coupled with it being coach prime, I can see how he's
0: going to be able to land those three, four and five star athletes. Man. It, isn't it amazing what you can accomplish when you don't have the common sense to doubt that, that, yourself. That, that, you hmm. just,
1: took the words right out of my mouth. You know, yeah. it, 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 you know,
0: it's it's kind of like uh, the old Satchel Paige quote, you know, you know, how, how old are you if nobody ever told you, you know, you're old as you feel, you know, so I, I can keep pitching forever because I feel good forever. And, and y'all know we have talked, as Corey said, we have talked about the strategy of marketing and hashtagging and, and going after people, even though they may not be something we're accustomed to going after. And I always liken it to here comes her name, because I always say you can't have a black conversation without Beyonce coming up. <laughs> so here it comes. It's like asking Beyonce to dance. You know, when you're at the party and the most beautiful girl in the room is leaning against the wall, she's more than likely standing there because nobody has asked. But if you don't have the sense enough to say, like, oh, she won't want me. If you approach her with confidence and and, and put your best foot forward and game out there, you'll be surprised how many times Beyonce will dance with you. And so we now have a head coach because of everything that he is just in his persona and his charisma and his accomplishments. He's not coming in. With this uh, jaded view of himself, he does he believes they ain't a player I can't get, so why wouldn't I ask? Whereas in the Mm -hmm. whereas in the past, Chuck, there are players we didn't ask because we believed we couldn't get them.
1: Let me ask something. And Corey used the word uh, a simplistic approach. Um, what is it about the simplicity of just the ask?
0: that you think might resonate with athletes. I You know, Chuck, you, you have uh, touched on some stuff on some prior episodes about Maslow's mm-hmm. hierarchy of needs. And uh, one of those things is love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you, you, you'll be amazed at what you can get out of people if they are made to believe or feel that you love them. And the first thing that starts with is giving people attention, giving people time, giving them some sincerity. You know, letting them know that you're thinking about them. You know, we we had uh, Sequoia Alman on, and she Mm -hmm. talked about her recruitment process to Jackson State and how Coach Reed reached out to her on uh, her brother who had passed Mm -hmm. away's birthday. Mm -hmm. And that Mm -hmm. that was one of just the tips. It had nothing to do with basketball. Right. Had nothing to do with mm-hmm. hey you know we got stamp burgers on Dalton Street you ever had one it had nothing to do with a sales pitch it was just that human contact of hey I know what you're going through I know this date is tough for you even if you don't come to my school I wanted you to know I was thinking about you today
1: yeah
0: hmm okay. and and I think that that kind of effort you know you look at the success the success that Coach Reed has had with all these dandy dozens coming in mm-hmm. I think now you have a Coach Prime who one one of the things I put I, I loved about the the show. Is he clearly couldn't wait to December first? You know, we're, we're going to follow the rules and do things proper. And he wasn't the coach in December first, but he was like, "Man, now that it is after December first. I'm on that Zoom. I'm on that I'm phone. <laughs> you know, would love to be on Mama's couch if we could. You know, during the pandemic. But I'm doing everything I can between December first and December sixteenth, and y'all are going to be blown away December sixteenth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just that simple, Chuck. He's asking people that we quote-unquote may not have asked before yeah. because we thought well, they're already going to Alabama, they're going to Georgia, or they're going to Tennessee. They, no way they're transferred here, so let me focus on what I, can, what I know I can get. He doesn't have those blinders on. Right. So Chuck, the simplicity of the ask. Uh, you did a
2: show with me months ago with Brian Adams. Or we call him Wanky. Uh, I encourage the listeners to go back and find that show. He's an awkward night, uh, but we invited him on the show because of his story. 1996, he was a parade All-American-type uh, basketball player, top 15, top 25 in the entire country, could have gone anywhere, and he went to Alcorn. So we, we asked him why, how, <laughs> you know, it doesn't make sense. And he, he was really what we talk about, these guys like McCour Maker and uh, Mikey Williams, who hasn't decided where he's going to go but potentially going to an HBCU. Uh, I think we said, we're talking like McCour is kind of the first – Five star athlete as a basketball player to choose at HBCU, but no, Brian Adams did back in 1996. So let's not forget. Uh, But anyway, so we asked him why Alcorn, how Alcorn? He said, well, they recruited me. They made the offer. They were at every one of my games. They didn't, they never appeared as though they didn't have a chance. They were right there with the Georgetowns and North Carolinas right there, and they stayed on me. And that's why I ended up going.
0: The coach that recruited me at all core, man, he he was just relentless and um he never thought that he couldn't get me. And that's that you know, that was the difference right there. Um he he was, you know, if, if 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 Mississippi State or LSU or Clemson or Florida was at my games, he was there too. And that's the way it gotta be, you know. So he made himself visible like i I always saw him everywhere.
2: So again, the simplicity of the ask, it was just that simple. And he, he took it a step further. He said that there, it was him and the four of it, four other all Metro guys um, who considered going to Jackson state, they would have been like a fab five. They were all mm-hmm. top 100 in, in the country. Shannon Long, TJ Bill, Mario Bland, guys like that. And it came down to where they didn't have a major of Quentin Smith. Long story short, they ended up not going, but they took it among themselves and say, let's get together. And let's go to an HBCU. I don't, think we recruited them but it seems as though they right. were going to present an offer to us we we're a package deal so that goes to show you that it's possible we just have to ask the simplicity of show unto the itself, ask the
1: simplicity of the ask mm. wow <laughs> you know uh I it's funny you go back to that episode because uh I remember listening to Wanky uh, in terms of uh, his excitement uh in terms of uh, going to Alcorn and just the fact that they were in the mix and it, it d- didn't take much, you know, he was appreciative of the fact that, you know, Alcorn was, you know, Hey, I'm going to recruit against the Georgetown's, the, the Indiana's, whomever else is in the building. And, and look what happened. You know, you, you get a top 50 mm-hmm. player to come to your university and play um, these episodes that we've done guys. Uh, they have been, uh, they have opened a door, as you can tell from the the, 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 the feedback that we've been getting. that I think a, a lot of people have really been wanting to talk about. And really, uh, these are have been some fascinating episodes, uh, be it with uh, Coach Prime, Mama McClain, uh, uh, Brian Adams, uh, th- that, you know, this is possible, this movement of... Top-notch athletes looking at HBCUs, I, we're at the cusp of something, guys. And I, and I hope you, you kind of stop and pause and, and kind of take this take a breath here because we could really be seeing some tremendous things over the next few years.
2: Mm. Well, Chuck, I believe that we will. Uh, you talk about being on the cusp of something. I think Coach Prime is about to bust that door down. Uh, So let's talk about the ask. Uh, He broke something on the show. He broke a lot of stuff on the show, which we'll get to. We'll dissect it. But one thing that stood out, and I don't know if everyone caught it, but he says something about 12 disciples. Nilly, did you catch that?
0: I did catch it. Uh, I did catch it. And that means... That these are 12 that, that uh, have, have not been named. These are 12 that have told him and his staff that they're coming and it will be unveiled on the 16th or thereabouts. Mm. So, uh, and, and in fact, if you, if you listen real closely to him, I challenge y'all listeners to go back and yeah. replay that episode. It is not just the 12 that he knows about, he is anticipating another 15 to 20 behind that 12. Mm. Uh, And if if you let Coach Prime tell it now, he's a pretty confident guy, but he ain't no fool. It it ain't just cockiness talking. You know, there's some substance behind it. Uh, You let him tell it that he is anticipating having a top 35 recruiting class in the nation.
2: In HBCU, nearly? No. No. See, see,
0: HBCUs are in the nation. In FCS? No, no, no. No. He said top
2: 35 class in the nation. So, so let me let me pause right there. I want our <laughs> listeners to hear this. So, I'm going to break this down in simple terms. So, we look at a list of the top 25, top 50. So, that list that always has Alabama one, Clemson two, LSU three, and then you keep scrolling down. You're saying Jackson State 35ish. Sure. If you That's and if, amazing, you, if you
0: if you wanna, if you want to if you want to take another simple approach, Cory, because I love that simple approach. You just. <laughs> You can go to the college playoffs top 10 right now. You know, the top four play for the championship, but there's a top 10 to get in bowl games, top 15, top 20, top 25. None of those listings have an HBCU in them. Mm -hmm. You probably can go through the NCAA top 50 and there's not a a, a HBCU team. What he is telling us is ball that list up because it comes Mm -hmm. to a recruiting class. We are going to be a top 35 recruiting class, not in the swag, not HBCUs, in and the I, nation. We,
1: we knew when Coach mm-hmm. Prime came on. We we said it, I think day of that this is a paradigm shift. And we're in the midst of that paradigm shift. This is this is gonna be fun, mm-hmm. especially when we get to uh December sixteenth and uh there's that uh unveiling, if you will. Ah man, if you're a Jackson State fan, this this Christmas
0: <laughs> Christmas Cue it up. Should I play that song this Christmas? <laughs> yeah, cue it up, cue it up, cue it up. This Christmas, and as we trim the tree, how much fun it's going to be together. This Christmas. You know, let me let me take, uh, Chuck, you know I love that 30,000 uh, foot view. And, and uh, y'all know I'm selfish. You know, I, I want Jackson State to get it all. Uh, but one thing that I appreciated from that conversation with him and took away was that his realization of the impact that this is going to have on HBCUs everywhere and his realization that, hey, I, I'm calling all dogs and I want all the dogs. But the fact of the matter is all the dogs can't fit in 1400 Lynch Street. So let me tell you, I, as we talk about this paradigm shift, effective 921, effective you know December 1st and now going forward, here's what I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see what unfolds at Jackson state university in the next nine to 12 months, but then the ripple effect of that with our sister institutions in the SWAC and HBCUs in the MEAC and so forth, because when you think about our glory days, when you can name great players for us, we were playing great players on other teams, you know? So we, we, we had a show with Sean Gregory, and Sean Gregory every day was throwing to Tim Barnett or, 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 or throwing to Jimmy Smith, and they were being guarded mm-hmm. by Kevin Dent. Well, then they go down to Baton Rouge and they play against Aeneas Williams, who's NFL Hall of Famer, now exactly. Pro Football Hall of Famer. What you're going to see happen because of what took place at 1400 Lynch Street, you're going to see these sister swag institutions, they're going to come mm. up as well.
1: Mm. Great point. Great point.
0: It's, it's going to be organic. Mm-hmm. It's 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 it's, it's, it's going to be some motivational stuff. Like there's going to be a kid that wanted to come here that didn't fit here, and he goes to Texas Southern because right. he wants to beat us. Great point. Mm-hmm. And it's bullet, bullet- it's right. material form, you know. It, it, it's going to happen because a rising tide lifts all boats. And I am sold out. I believe that this is going to happen for JSU. But I also believe, just like when you throw that that stone in the pond, and those ripples come off of it. The ripples that are going to hit our other schools are going so to happen this So what
1: you're telling way. me, Neely, is Neely. basically I'm going to see more Jake Reeds at grandma I'm going to see more Neas Williams at Sutton. I'm going to see more Ike mm-hmm. Holtz, Milton Max at all. You know, you, you, yeah, yeah.
0: I believe. Yeah, mm-hmm. No doubt. Yeah, I, I flat I flat, out, I believe that just as much as I believe what we're saying is going to take place at Jackson State. Uh, I I believe that what benefits JSU 1400 Lynch street extends to our other schools, but it's just like a ripple that rock has to go in the pond and then it has to go out from that ripple. So it's not going to happen next month for them. But when you get to their 2021 and 2022 uh, 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 recruitment classes, their bar is going to go up because ours went up because we're going to look fellas, we're going to have more games on TV. He broke the news about the reality show. And, you know, if I can't go to Jack State, why don't I go to a school that they're playing on ESPN? Mm -hmm. This is going to benefit a lot of different people in a lot of different ways. And, And I was impressed to hear his understanding of that and appreciation of it that, hey, it ain't about me. It ain't just about Jackson State. This is about our people. And we're doing something here that is going to advance and level the playing field of our people. So when our fans listen closely, He's not just talking about leveling the playing field at Jackson State University. He's wanting to level the playing field, playing field for all the HBCUs.
2: All the HBCUs. Absolutely. And Eli, you, uh, you touched on the, that breaking news. Let, let's discuss some of this breaking news. You started with the TV show uh, College Hill, and you said something, because it, you know how our fans are. They're passionate, <laughs> to say the yeah. least. Yeah. But, you know, we see some of the comments, and some fans are, are upset about this potential college Hill deal. Well he better focus on football. Like we, we don't have time for yeah. but can you can you explain to the fans like what he said? Who's gonna be over the show? You know, this is, this
0: is I, I want to respond uh Corey <laughs> I, I, and I'm going to but this is a point that, that I know your super dope producer skills that you could have that button where you push and it goes back to 15 episodes ago when I said mm-hmm. that this is coming mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. that that our fan base is not used to a coach who has other activities Mm. and he's just as good at those activities as this one. They're going to see it as taking time and attention away, even if it doesn't. So here we are on Tiger talk, a national news story breaks because coach prime gave us the exclusive about this potential college hill reboot that Tracy Edmonds is going to do emphasis that Tracy Edmonds is going to do. (laughs) He didn't say, anything about the football program he didn't say anything about the football program participating he didn't say anything about him participating he talked about the talents of tracy edmonds what she brings to the table and by the way let me tell y'all y'all remember Mm -hmm. college hill she's going to do college hill at jackson state featuring celebrities who are getting their degree from jackson state university some of our passionate fan base members see that. Oh, man, he need to focus on football. Here we go. with that. Like he, he didn't say he, he wasn't coaching. He didn't say he wasn't recruiting. He didn't say he wasn't developing talent. He talked about a project that Tracy Evans was working on that she wouldn't be working on if he weren't here. <laughs> now, I want to go a step further, Corey. In the past, and I don't mean just college heel, I mean just any kind of programming like that. In the past – institutions would have to pay for that kind of publicity Mm -hmm. and couldn't afford it. We now have, because of that ripple of Coach Prime, we now have a television show that's going to air from our campus that's bringing six new students in who happen to be celebrities, who are going to have different majors and that kind of thing, so it highlights those programs. It's going to be aired on TV weekly, and we complaining? Uh, mm Mm-hmm. You talk about a Christmas gift. (laughs) 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 So, you know, one of these students is going to be a celebrity in in our STEM program. One is going to be a musician and affiliated with the band. This is going to be on national to international TV. And think about this, Daley. Those people will forever be alumni of Jackson State University. Forever. Forever. (laughs) Let me tell you this. Do you remember how excited we were when First Lady Michelle Obama was our commencement speaker? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, 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 and we gave her an honorary degree, right. rightly so. But other than her speech, she doesn't have any direct attachment or memories associated with our university. These six or seven celebrities for the rest of their lives, just like I remember Stuart Hall, just like y'all remember Dixon in the Plaza, they are going to have memories of 1400 Lynch Street and be attached to us that. forever. And they're and nearly, Charles,
2: they not only will they have memories, they will, they will continue so create to
1: create
2: memory. memories. Exactly. <laughs> think about this. Think about this. this Cuz you know the HBC homecoming experience is, is the most lit event in the world, the world right? In the world. These individuals come back for homecoming. How excited do we get when Cortez Bryant <laughs> returns for homecoming? And we want to take yeah, a picture yeah. with him. And put, oh, Cortez, I mean, imagine yeah. <laughs> ten Cortezes at your homecoming. I mean, that's yeah, a, that's yeah. an event. That's a spectacle. But
0: but he better I, win you know some what? games. I
1: was, just to, I was about to start. Oh, oh, that's everything
0: yeah, yeah,
1: We better be
2: grandma. Yeah, <laughs> he's got he got he got to win some games. But but fellas, we want him to win some games, and you know, obviously that's that's the priority. I'm not t- trying to take away from that. But let's just. Break this thing down in terms of what he's truly bringing to the university before he wins a football game. If there was a proposition, and if you think about all the things that he's brought to the table in terms of, uh, you know, the the attention, the marketing, uh, the national attention that he's brought, and the revenue that he's generated because of that, and we talked about his contract bid, three hundred thousand dollars plus some bonuses. If there was a proposition where we reached out to Deion Sanders and said, "Hey, we want to pay you three hundred thousand dollars." in return this is what you want we want we need you to generate these things for us in marketing dollars not to coach football just to give us that return nearly would it be worth
0: it man we would be getting the deal of the century we'd be getting the deal of the century i mean do you you realize realize, uh (laughs) our head coaches on subway commercials I hear coaches on Barstool, one of the most exciting, dynamic internet programs, sports programs, you know, networks. Uh, you know, uh, our head coach is doing these things. Every see, Y'all hear me say on the show a lot, all of us are the sum of our experiences. So everywhere we travel, we bring with us everything we've been through. Mm-hmm. Look what he brings with him when he comes here. So like you're saying, Corey, somebody just said to us, hey, man, Deion Sanders wants to do marketing work for Jackson State at the tune of 300000 a year. Look what all we've gotten attention wise to date. And we haven't even hiked the ball yet.
1: Let me be that. Mm-hmm. Let me be that swag uh, fan uh, for a second. Let me be that swag fan for a second.
0: I can't. I can't. <laughs> Cause
1: think. I want you to smack <laughs> this down now. I'm going to be that swag fan for a second. Okay. <sighs> when is it too much? When? when uh, yeah, okay. All right. I got the marketing part. I, I get all that. But. You know, I, I, I haven't won a Swag Championship since two thousand seven. I'm I'm I'm, mm-hmm. I'm scraping to get to five. What, what
2: when when it, when is it too much, Nate? Okay. Well, I, I, I the first thing I would say is let's play a football okay. game first before we worry about that. Like, why are we looking so mm-hmm. far down the road? Like, why not enjoy this and, and, and take it for what it's worth in the meantime? If he doesn't win football games then of course Mm -hmm. the fans are going to be the fans Mm so they they have that right but why are we are we looking down the road predicting what what may or may not happen what we do know is that uh since coach prime has been announced i'm going back to a a story from sports illustrated from ross dellinger he talked about within the first two weeks the school estimated that it received 12 million dollars in media exposure right through the first nine days and this was when it, this was a couple of weeks after September twenty first, so these numbers are old. But I remember the article in the Clarion Ledger where it was talking about the athletic department's marketing pr- and promotional value increased by an estimated nineteen million dollars just from Coach, coach mm-hmm. Prime, you know, being the coach. So I mean, I, in the past, I, I would have loved, you know, he every, all of his Instagram stories, yes, he's sir. wearing a, a Jackson yep. State shirt or a hat. I mean, just to get that one time <laughs> in the past without him being the coach, what would we have.
0: How much is that? Agree? 85, 85, 85, way, 85. way more than $300,000. Way more yeah. than 300000 And so, and I agree to everything that you put on the table to that response, uh, Corey, to the Swag fan who says, When is it too much? I think what, you, what Corey just said is spot on. It ain't too much until we play a game and lose multiple games. Mm-hmm. And here's why I attach it to that. If you look at our past eight years of coaches and coaching, we have Ales with none of the benefit. <laughs> with everything that Corey just mentioned, you know, the $9 million in earnings, the $12 million in this, and, you know, like literally so here now hear what you're telling me because i love what core said we haven't even played a game yet so we haven't lost anything all of this is gravy so we get all this gravy coming in and you want to worry about something that hasn't happened and i submit to you that even if it does happen we're better off than what we were Mm. because we were getting L's for Mm -hmm. nothing Like, with no return on that investment. So let's let this guy play a game. Let's let him have some challenges. Let's, you know, get a couple losses. And then we can do a show on is it too much. But right now, Coach Prime, if you're out there listening, baby, keep going. Matter of fact, you ain't doing enough. Post some (laughs) (laughs) Instagram stories. You need to be sleeping in some Jack State pajamas and posting it. Like, let's let's go.
2: go. Listen, listen to our fans. We are in the midst of a pandemic that's coming up on one year. Mm-hmm. Like, and we we haven't played any sports, so let's just take what we can get from from Coach Prime, all the positive that comes with it, and let's stop worrying about that. That's
0: down we'll the road. We'll see, you, Corey. Yeah. That's down the road.
2: Absolutely, but I also felt as you know we talked about him breaking news. It seems as though he was breaking news without even trying. Like he was literally talking, and things were coming up, and, and he he would say stuff like under his breath that wasn't meant to be like 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 a punchline, so to speak. And we we're like, wait a minute, that's a bomb! You just dropped. Bomb. I know you're you're going somewhere with this, but you just said Brett Favre is doing some things. Like he said that just in passing. Oh, and Brett Favre is doing something. And then he kept going I'm like, I wanted to rewind. Like, no, let's talk about this Brett Favre.
0: Thing. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was one of the ones that I caught as well, Corey, is that, uh, you know, it, it meant enough to him that he was very appreciative of it. You know, that man, you know, and, and the things that y'all are going to see that Brett Favre has helped out with and the things that he's doing. Now, let's keep in mind that Brett is from Mississippi. Brett went to the University of Southern Mississippi, but Coach Prime could pick up the phone and get Brett to do some things, or Coach Prime has the kind of gravitas that Brett picked up the phone and offered some things. hmm I'm waiting on y'all to tell me the previous coaches that we had that could do that. Now, you know, we had uh, uh, Coach Brady in baseball who Tommy Lasorda absolutely loved yeah. and would do yeah. things for. Uh, you know, uh, and that, that, that benefit ran two ways. You know, uh, Coach Brady could call up Lasorda and Lasorda could call up Coach Brady. But, but here we have uh, a, a head coach where Michael Strahan, who is a Texas Southern graduate, picks up the phone and says, hey, man, let, let me do y'all travel suits. Mm-hmm. Let me do y'all's travel quotes. You know, let me let me get, let me get you, let me get have y'all looking good. Now, Micah easily like, said, look, I went to Texas Southern. I ain't helping y'all do a damn thing. But his relationship mm-hmm. with, with Coach Prime and his appreciation for what Coach Prime is doing is like, no, this, again, this is about our people. What's good for Jackson State is eventually good for Texas Southern. I'm all in.
2: Let, let me take that a step further nearly uh, in terms of the relationships uh, that he has. First of all, who, who are some of the people who have reached out or, or posted about Dion and, and that they're willing to help uh, or have gone on their social media and, and congratulated him uh, since he's taken the job? I mean, the list is just endless. We're talking about Tom Brady. We're talking about uh, Young Dolph. We're talking about Snoop. We're talking about Bo Jackson. We're talking about I mean, the list, again, is endless. But uh, let me let me break something down to you guys. And cause I, I watched this show called Shark Tank. Are you all yes. familiar with Shark Tank? Veer. So there was an episode where the young lady had a product that all of the sharks wanted and they were, they all put in their offer. Okay. So Mark Cuban wanted to differentiate himself from the others because the offers were were about the same. So Mark had to pull pull a card in order to kind of separate himself from the pack. He said, listen, this is what I bring to the table. Whatever type of relationship, whatever type of partnership you want to build with another company, I can get that for you. He said, there's no one in the world who will not take a phone call from mm. me. Mm. It, it was so profound. It resonated. <laughs> he said, whatever you need, there is no one in the world who will not take a phone call from me. Okay, so now let's talk about Coach Prime. Who in the world would not take a phone Dalson call from him?
1: Dawson Otis? <laughs> what would, would
2: President Obama take a phone call from? Him? Yeah, I
0: heard you chuck. I heard you chuck. I heard you, Chuck. <laughs> uh, no, you Corey, I'm sorry to you know, everybody think Neal a class clown, but but Chuck gets these little one liners in just <laughs> I'm Corey, excellent point. And 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 you you doggone right if 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 uh, President Obama looks down at his phone and sees Deion Sanders Real calling. Answer. He's going to answer. Yeah. He's going to answer. You know, uh, and, and that is profound. That Mark Cuban example is profound because you can't think of anybody. Uh, now, you know, Mark Cuban might be talking about in the world, but as we look at what we're trying to accomplish here in the sports world, in the branding world, in the marketing and broadcasting world, there isn't anybody that won't take a call from coach Deion Sanders. Now let me, let me, let me take that a, a step further.
2: His son, Shadur Sanders, signing with Jackson state. So at some point he'll be an alumnus of Jackson state university. Mm-hmm. This preserves the relationship with the Sanders family forever. Okay. So that means in the future, because we talk about how long is, the, is, is coach prime going to be here? Two years, three years, 10 years. Doesn't matter. We will forever have a tie to the Sanders family, whether it's through Shadur with the coach Prime, but with his son being an alumnus, I feel as though we'll have that tie with with him. So what does that mean? The athletics director, fifteen, 20 years from now, if they need something, the Sanders family is a phone call away. yeah, but that college here yeah, I, I don't know about that
1: college instead <laughs> our passionate <laughs> fans you know uh
0: you remember show the two old guys yeah. up in the balcony? Yeah. sometimes that's what we're dealing with now. You know, yeah. there's there some people who are just gonna have a problem with. You know, they I, I think Corey, you have said it best before. They find a solution, uh, a, a problem in every solution. The way you put it, they find people find a problem for every. And that's what we have here, man. There is no problem. Uh, we haven't played a game yet. We're preparing. We're building a program, building the infrastructure, putting the organization in place, branding and marketing, all of this. Jackson State is being talked about in circles and in conversation and decisions that has never been talked about before or either or even at a level like never before. What is the problem?
2: Well, I will say this. We are the only SWAC school that could find problems with this after not having a swag championship since 2007 and averaging about four wins a yeah. season over the past yeah. X amount of yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Uh, well, What did you say? We the you you um, said the, the Aaron Rodgers quote, uh, R E L A X.
0: R E L A X. Mm-hmm. Relax. But I'm telling y'all like I told coach Prime or asked him and then told him when I asked him about his cussing, if any place can make you cuss, it's <laughs> And I said, Chuck, Chuck now, in court, I said it with love. I believe, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I was practically born on campus. My mom was pregnant with me when she got hired by Dr. Peoples. So don't think that wow. there's no no diss. I just understand the challenges that they come through 14 Ultra Mystery. It'll make you cuss. And so mm-hmm. this is a family dynamic. You know, we have, you know, that uncle upstairs that nobody sees. We just knock on the door and leave his food tray out there. You know, cantankerous. <laughs> We have this segment in our base, you know, and it is it's going to rear its head every much. now and then. But we are way ahead of uh, of, of creating problems. Let's wait till we know have that? a problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Fellas, it's, it's one more thing
2: I want to touch on. It's been eating at me. We, we keep talking about this College Hill show. This is actually a good thing uh, and a bad thing. Hmm. So, <laughs> Coach Prime broke the news about this College Hill show on, on Tiger <laughs> Talk with the fourteen hundred Club. That was an exclusive. However, there is a national publication who will remain nameless. We don't want to give them any more publicity, but they took the publication. Actually, it's funny now that I'm thinking of it. Thinking about it, they took the publication and ran with it and, and took credit for it in in their story. They said, hmm. according to their sources. Mm-hmm. And they went and they ran with, with the story. And now we know that that source was Coach Prime via Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Uh, but they did not give us our props for that. So I, I thought that that was amusing. They're getting clicks, and you know, it seems as though that they got the scoop. But no, I just want everyone who saw that story on social media to understand that that exclusive was Duly on Tiger Talk with the 1400.
1: i noted that publication. <laughs> um, we see you.
0: And it should be it should be noted, Corey, as you make that excellent point, that that's the first of many. Uh, one thing that we can tell you guys out there listening that Coach Prime has uh, assured us. Uh, and I think you heard him say it on, on the program about how proud he was of, of accomplishing 100 episodes in that amount of time. But he has assured us, hey, I want to come back, and I want to come back regularly, and I'm going to give you guys information and insight, you know, that, that other places may not have yet because this cause we're going to keep it in the family. This is our thing. And, and so you can rest assured that, you know, if we can make it through this pandemic and, and whether we have this spring season or not, it's slated to be held. Definitely going to be going for the fall and the blue and white game and summer training camps and recruiting for next year. All those things that this coach has committed to, like, I want to speak directly to the fans and I'm willing to do that through tiger talk with the 1400 club. So when people try to claim that they broke something, they got to hear. (laughs) They got (laughs) to hear. first. Absolutely.
2: And, and and I say, you know, it's a good thing and a bad thing. Honestly, it, when I say it's a good thing, that steals publicity and national attention for Jackson State, regardless of where it came from. You know, we kind of look at the fact, oh, we didn't get our credit. But at the end right. of the day, that story was shared nationally. So it's putting us in the spotlight. And, and what do I always say? It all helps the cause. It helps the cause. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it, it did just that. So we are definitely looking forward to that regular segment with Coach Prime. He volunteered that he offered that. We we didn't ask for it, so that's going to be an honor to do that. And uh, also, fellas, where are we going to take him for lunch? He, he said we have to take him somewhere for lunch you
0: in know, Jackson, and he's paying. Well, I'm not going to mention it. i got a few places <laughs> in mind, but as we roll into 2021 and we roll out these ad rates, I'm not going to mention it. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Y'all restaurants out there listening, we're bringing Coach Prime to lunch. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Oh, wow. All right, fellas. Well, you know, again, an awesome interview. And just aside from the fact that we interviewed Jackson State's football coach. And and what I mean by that is on the podcast, we always interview coaches, whether it's Coach Tamika Reed, Coach Brent, uh, Dr. Ted Logitis, Coach Mark Thorne, the list goes on. We've interviewed a number of the coaches. And Deion Sanders is the football coach at Jackson State. So that wasn't necessarily a big deal. The thing is that the football coach happens to be Deion Sanders. So aside from the fact that we were interviewing Jackson State football coach, what was it like being on a virtual conference call with Deion Sanders for
0: literally two hours? So, so Corey, let let me first thank you. Let me thank you from the bottom of my heart for opening this portion of this episode to allow me to fanboy. (laughs) You yeah, know, we try to maintain journalistic integrity, right. journalistic professionalism in our broadcasting endeavors. But it, so it, he, it is not lost on me, being just a couple of years younger than Coach Sanders and having seen him at Florida State, and I only count the Cowboys time, so forgive me for not mentioning the <laughs> 49ers. The team where
2: he won is the Bowl. To be
0: on a call with him and have that kind of insight and rapport and conversation with him, sometimes you get lost in the shuffle that, man, I'm 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 talking to Deion damn Sanders, <laughs> and he's answering my questions, right. you know, and, and so there is a degree. I know we talk this talk and walk this walk, but understand to our fans out there, and, when I, and I say fans of the university and our sports programs, that it ain't lost on us that that's Deion right. Sanders, right. Uh, but we also have to put it in the context of that, you know, Deion Sanders is our coach, so we have to handle him as our coach, and not this this mythic figure that we're sitting yeah. here with. But believe me, Corey, that there are times you sit back and go, like, man, I'm 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 talking yeah. to Deion Sanders. Yeah. This is pretty damn good. Yeah. Cool. This this is all right. Uh, Life I is good.
1: I not it any better. I mean, it was, uh, and, and you know, I I do a a weekly a radio show with Doctor um and we have some some pretty uh, high profile guests. And uh, I was still in a surreal moment, uh, knowing that I was talking to Deion Sanders, and I was talking to Deion Sanders about my team, about, and I don't share Mm -hmm. that Mm. love with, you know, and and this is the majority of Jackson State fans. That that Jackson State team is their pro team. And I'm talking to Deion Sanders about my team, my alma mater. It it was a pretty special moment, real surreal guy. So, uh, Mm -hmm. you know.
0: And, and, and Chuck, if you don't mind, I'm going to, I'm going to place my finger down so you can tie the bow. The key point in that to me is not only were you talking to Deion Sanders about your team, he knew just as much about your team That's as awesome. you did.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And it shows that the homework he's done and the appreciation he's developed because he wasn't asking you. He didn't say to – he didn't say, hey, fellas, you know, while we're off the air, what do you think I could do special, you know, for W.C. Gordon? I, you, know, what, you know, tell me about him. No, no, no. He told us about him and that this is what I'm thinking I'm going to do and I'm putting together. So it wasn't just a conversation, uh, and I don't want our, our fans to lose that part. of it. It wasn't just a conversation about our team, our school. This was a dialogue. You know, this guy knows what he's talking about, and he was giving us information, you know, that he has done research on and developed a love and appreciation for. It. And I think that – is what accelerated the fanboy part of like is that not only am I talking to Deion Sanders, but Deion Sanders is the head coach of my football team, and Deion Sanders knows what the hell he's talking about yeah. about my football team.
1: Great point.
2: Absolutely. Great way to put a bow on it, Neely. And, uh, you know, the show itself with Coach Prime was a little bit over an hour, uh, but we were on the horn with him for about two hours. There's a lot of it that we, you know, left out. And a lot of it was just conversation that wasn't even sure. necessarily for the podcast. Right. It was just, us, you know, just talking, getting to know each other. And I'd exactly so imagine
0: true. Corey that a lot of that is going to make it to the podcast at some point. So there y'all stay tuned.
2: It's in the vault. We'll forever have it. That's something that we'll have forever. And, you know, he, he talked about, you know, taking us to lunch and, you know, just being a part of the 1400 club he's said in the past that he can't wait to work with us. So I'm positive that we'll be in his present uh, a lot in the future going forward, but if for some reason, we don't. If, if I'm never again in the same room with, with Coach Prime, with Deion Sanders, I will for, forever have a virtual autograph because we all – I think we all did it. Well, we took a screenshot of that computer screen with us on the horn with Coach Prime and our names and things of that nature. So that's a virtual autograph that we'll have forever. And if we don't do another show for Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club, it was well worth well it said, to get well that, that moment. All right, fellas. Well, another great episode. And we have a lot in store for you fans. You have no idea to stay tuned again. Subscribe to the podcast. You don't want to miss any episodes. You want those notifications and fans. If you enjoy what we bring to the table and we get a lot of messages from you. So undoubtedly you enjoy it. There's one request that we have from you. This is a free show. We don't (laughs) we don't charge money for you to listen to this. Uh, so we'll never ask anything of you. But I, I, I ask this at the beginning and end of every show. And I don't know if you guys are skipping over that part or just not you know, understanding the significance of it. But if you have an Apple device, I need you to stop right now and go to it and pull up the show. And there's a, a section where you can rate and review the show. You can leave a star rating and you can write something. If you can take 30 seconds and do that for us, it means the world to us. You just have no idea what that does for the show and ultimately what it does uh, for Jackson State, the university and the athletics department. So it's a small thing to ask, but it, it generates a big reward for us. And I don't mean financially. We don't make any money off this show. We do this for the love of Jackson State. It's a labor of love. Uh, But it means a lot for us in terms of the uh, algorithms and how the show is seen and things of that nature. So we ask that you do us that one small favor. Rate, review the show. If you don't have an Apple device, I'm sure your cousin, friend, daughter, child, neighbor has one. Do it on their phone or ask them to do it. And that's all that we ask of you. So we truly appreciate it. And that'll do it for episode 105 of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Thank you to all of our listeners. And again, be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast. Apple Podcast listeners, rate and review the show, and everyone. Follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. I can't stress the importance of this enough. We're looking to do some big things with this platform to aid the athletics department and it all starts with you. Downloading, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show. And tell every Tiger that you know. We're on all podcast outlets. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and so on. And we'll be posting each episode on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages. As always, thanks for your support. Go Tigers! Hashtag, I believe. Hashtag,